Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Morning. Hey, Tammy. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to get you. Hey, wait on you, Jesus. I'm going to wait on you, Jesus. Wait on you, Jesus. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning. Hey, Meredith. Hey, Felicia. Hey, Angela. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Juanita. Hey, Victoria. Hey, Shamika. Hey, Antonia. Hey, Gwendell. Wait on you, Jesus. I'm gonna wait on you, Jesus. I love this song. So this song is by James Wilson. I'm gonna wait on you, Jesus. I'm gonna wait on you, Jesus. Back. My God, I'm not turning back now. I'm not turning back now. I'm not turning back now. My God, we bless you, we praise you, we magnify you, we glorify you, we lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you, 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 thank you. My God, we thank you, we bless you, we glorify you, we magnify you, Lord God. We lift up the name of Jesus, my God. We thank you, Father God, that everything is subject to change. We thank you, Father God, for your power. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for your provision. We thank you, Father God, for persistency and consistence. And we thank you, Lord God, that we can wait on you (laughs) because everything is subjected to change. Everything is subjected to move. Everything is subjected to Jesus. And we just thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. We're going to wait on you, Jesus. We're going to wait on you, Jesus. We're going to wait on you, Jesus, because everything is subjected to change. Everything is subjected to change. Everything is subjected to the name of Jesus. My God, we're going to wait on you. 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 We are not going to back down. We are not going to back out. We are not going to backpedal. We are going to wait on you, Lord God. We are going to find our strength in you. We are going to find our courage in you. We are going to allow you to love us. My God, we're going to wait on you, Jesus. We're going to wait on you, Jesus. We're going to wait on you, Jesus. We're going to wait on you. My God, we bless you. My God, we praise you. My God, we glorify you, Lord God. 
We got my God. We lift up the name of Jesus. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, my God, we're going to wait on you, Jesus. My God, we're going to lift up the name of Jesus. We're going to glorify you, Lord God. We're going to magnify you. We're going to magnify you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glorious is he glorious is he glorious is he my god if you knew what you knew, I, I wish i could express this to you um in so many ways i wish i could stuff you down on the inside of me so you know what i feel right now if you knew what i knew if you knew what i knew you wouldn't be worried about another problem um you wouldn't be worried about who liked you you would be so caught up in this moment right here you would it would be it would matter what issue was pressing all around you if you knew who was king of kings if you knew who was lord of lords if you knew who the king of glory was right now you would understand that everything is subjected to change it's subjected to change everything is subjected to change my god we thank you my god we bless you we my god we magnify you that there is no circumstance or any situation or anything that's coming against us. There is no weapon that is formed against us that's going to prosper. And the reason why I know this, Tammy, is that everything is subjected to change. And the reason why I know this, Olive, is everything is subjected to change. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I glorify you. My God, I, I lift you up. And when I say everything is subjected to change, what I'm saying to you is everything is conditionally upon Jesus. There is no circumstance, Vanessa Rhodes. There is no circumstance. There is no situation. Come on, Julia. There is no situation. There is no problem that is bigger than Jesus. I look, thank you for telling people to share and invite. There is no problem. Like there, I don't, I, we have limited ourselves by thinking the way that this world thinks there is no problem, no situation. Everything is subjected to change at the name of Jesus. As a matter of fact, the scripture said, everything will bow to the name of Jesus. Everything must bow to the name of Jesus. All problems must bow to the name of Jesus. You just have to know what you got to know. Like everything is subjected to change. Everything is subjected. It's submitted to the name of Jesus. All problems must bow to the name of Jesus. Everything. Philippians 2 and 10 says to us that at the name of Jesus, I, I'm not trying to shout you this morning. I'm just trying to establish you in the fact of who your God is. My God, you, you got to think bigger. You ain't thought big enough yet. You thought your problems were insurmountable. You thought the mountain was 
the mountain was impossible. And God is like, no, everything is, when I say everything is subjected, subjected, when I say subjected, when I'm using the word subjected, what I'm saying to you, everything is under the control and the jurisdiction of Jesus, baby. Your depression is under the jurisdiction of Jesus, baby. Your finances is under... You cannot be a tither. It does not add up. It does not line up. I hope this morning you get a picture and a vision for just your finances, for your health. You cannot be a tither. I need to encourage you in this. This is what the word says. He says, try me in this. Bring all your tithes to the storehouse, my God, so that there can be meat in my house and Know without a doubt that I'm going to open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Anytime God asks you to do something, there is a blessing on the other side. Anytime God asks you to do something, there is a blessing on the other side. So when I say that everything is subjected to change, you need to hear me in this. You need to get a picture in your mind. I am a tither. When I am a tither, I am in covenant with God. When I sow, I am in covenant with God. That means my finances are subjected to change. That means my finances are under the control, under the jurisdiction and under the force of Jesus. That means the Holy Spirit has the capacity, the capacity to do what he says he can do. Everything is subjected to change to the name of Jesus. So when the word of God says, Every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Nothing is limited by what you see. Can I talk to you about your health for a minute? It's the same thing about your health. Everything is subjected to change. All manner of sickness and disease was already taken. Come on now. Come on, Holy Spirit. All manner, not some, not fibromyalgia, um, not depression, not dementia, none of that. All of that was subjected to Jesus. He was bruised for your iniquities. He's chastised for your peace. He took it all on himself. So all manner of sickness and disease is subjected to Jesus. Everything is subjected to change. It's subjected to change. It's going to change. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. Yes, Jess, it's illegal. Man. See, you don't understand the legal things that happen in kingdom. You just thought kingdom, well, Jesus, you know, I'm going to go in heaven. And No, baby, there's an authority that has been given to you in Jesus' name. There's an authority. I've been studying power and I've been studying authority. And I understand that when he left, when the Holy Spirit comes upon my flesh, when I accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior... And can I just show you this for just a second? Can I just give you, okay, I, yeah, I can just give you, thank you, Holy Spirit. Can I just show you this in just a second? When Jesus was sending out the 12 disciples, can I just give you a little bit of this? It says, when Jesus called the 12 together, I need you to get revelation of this today, Mimi. I need you to understand this today, Anna. I need you to understand this, Angela. I need you to see what I'm seeing. If you can't manifest this in your flesh, close your eyes and listen to the sound of my voice. My God. 
and let the Holy Spirit lead you in this. Everything is subject, subjected. Everything is conditional on the name of Jesus. So this is what I love. It says Jesus sends out the 12. It says when Jesus called the 12 together, he gave them power and authority to drive out demons and to cure disease. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and heal the sick. He told them, he said, take nothing on the journey, no staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra shirt, whatever you, however you enter into the house, stay there until you leave the house. If the people do not welcome you, if the people do not accept what you're saying, if the people don't accept what you're saying is truth, shake your, the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. So they set out and went from village to village, proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. This is the point that I want you to see. This is what I want you to get and understand. I, I, I need you. To, I need you to understand this. So then when Jesus Christ, Maud, I thank you for your resurrecting power. So then when Jesus Christ died on the cross, right? He got died on the cross and he was resurrected, right? When we accept Jesus Christ, we are endued with the same power. So the same power that he gave him is the same power that he gave us. So everything is subjected to change. Everything is subjected to the Holy Spirit. You just ain't been walking in your power. You just ain't been walking in your power. You've been so used to fighting stuff in your flesh that you didn't recognize that the power was inside of you. Remember he told him, he said, I got to go. I got to release the power. You got to understand what I'm saying. Come on, Holy Spirit. He said, I got to go. He said, I got to go. He said, I'm leaving you. And this is the reason that I'm leaving you. He said, I got to go because there's one that's coming after me. There's one that's going to endure you with power. There's one that's going to provide you with comfort. There's one that's going to provide you with strength. There's one that's going to remind you of absolutely everything I said. All I need you to do is do this. Go over to John 15. I need you to remain in me. That's what the word says. He said, if you remain in me and I remain in you, you're going to produce much fruit. You're going to walk in my power. You're going to see lives change. You're going to see people redeemed. We just have not been walking in the power that's been given us in Christ Jesus. It don't make no sense for you to be saved and not walk in power. It don't make you no sense for you to say, be saved in your neighborhood and not change. It don't make no sense that you be saved and legislation and policies and rules are not reversed in your faith. He said, abide in me, stay in me, be connected, stay in the lane, stay in the bank and watch what I do on your behalf and watch. So the same power that he endued the disciples with, that's the same power that lives in you. That's the same power to overcome sickness and disease. That's the same power to overcome depression. That's the same power to overcome whatever your circumstance and situation. The same power that he laid upon the disciples is the same power that's in you. The scripture tells us greater is he that is in me. Come on, Holy Spirit. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Yep, I came to encourage you today. Yep, I, I came, yep, I came by the power of the Holy Spirit to destroy yokes. Yep, I came to destroy your negative thinking today. No, I'm not gonna let you be resolved in the fact that it is what it is. It isn't what it is. It's subjected to change. It's subjected to change. And the reason that it's subjected to change is because of Jesus. My God, I thank you. My God, we just have not been walking in our power. Let me give you this. I'm, I'm on one today. I'm sorry. I didn't even start out this way. First Corinthians 2 and 14. It says the natural man does not accept the things 
that come from the spirit of God. It's the natural man that we're fighting against because our natural brain has been conditioned to the things of this world. We're not walking in our supernatural strength and power. We're not watching. We're so subjected to this world. We're so focused on this world. That stuff does not matter. None of that stuff matters. The healing matters. Vanessa, the healing matters. So it's subjected to change because of Jesus, because of the power that is manifested in Jesus Christ. You don't know the power that lives in you. You don't know the power. There's a power inside of you that's ready to erupt, that's ready to disrupt, disrupt systems. My God, come on, Tamika. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That same power, that same power that is in Jesus Christ, the same power that is in Jesus Christ lives in you. And I know nobody ever talked to you about this. And I know nobody ever talked to you like this, but I'm talking to you like this today. Everything is subjected to change. Everything is subjected to, everything is subjected to the name of Jesus. Everything will bow to the name of Jesus. So if there are circumstances or situations around you, start speaking to it in the name of Jesus. My God, my mind is subjected to the name of Jesus. My, my finances are subjected to the name of Jesus. My neighborhood is subjected to the name of Jesus. My children are subjected to the name of Jesus. My God, it is all subjected to the name of Jesus. It is all going to bow down to the name of the Jesus. Can I tell you something? I just need you to be consistent. I just need you to keep showing up. I just need you to be persistent. I just need you to per persevere. And then endurance is come. Everything is subjected to the name of Jesus. Every, every, there is not one thing you you thought your marriage was in shambles woman of God it's subjected to the name of Jesus it's not subjected to you he told him he said when you go out don't take nothing with you don't add nothing extra when you go out when you go out go just go when you come into the situation just go yes just the same power that's in Christ Jesus in you the same power that's in Christ Jesus in you it is not make any sense that you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and don't work in the power that's inside of you. It's a power that's in you, but you got to activate it in your authority. I want to give you this. Father God, we thank you for your word today. <laughs> and we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Father God, that every sickness, every disease, every stronghold bows to the name of Jesus. And I know some of you have been living by your limitations. I know some of you thought that you're limited, that you were subjected to the disease. I know some of you thought you were subjected to the finances. I know that you, I, I know that you thought that, that what you failed at was the thing that limited you, but baby, it did not limit you. It did not keep you. It does not have you bound. It can be corrected. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. The same power that lives in Christ Jesus in you, you are not limited by your circumstances. You just got to change your perspective. You've been, a you've been living in a lower version of yourself. You accepted what man said. You accepted what mama said. You accepted what this world said, but I came to encourage you and tell you today, everything is subjected to change. Everything is subjected to change. Everything is subjected to change and everything is subjected to Jesus. I want to give you something. I want to give you something to look at. I want to give you something to hold, to be tangible today. I want to encourage you. I want, I want to lift you up. I want every 
every gate and every force in hell that has been presenting to you a different story to back itself up back to the gates of hell from which it came. And the reason why I know it's true, because everything is subjected to Jesus. Everything is subjected to Jesus. My God, we thank you for your power. I'm going to take you to second Corinthians four and 18. I don't want you to think you're limited. The reason the, 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 when I read this scripture before, when I sat on this scripture before, I thought that this scripture was about the, the, the later. I thought this scripture was about when we get to heaven. Right. And I started reading this scripture and I was like, oh my gosh, we got to change our mindset in Christ Jesus. So this is second Corinthians four and eight, and I'm going to give it to you after out of different versions. And this is simply what it says. It says, but I'm going to back it up seven. It says, but we have this precious treasure. Oh my God. We have this Selena. You're not limited. You, you're not limited. We have this precious treasure, right? It says, but we have this precious treasure, the good news about salvation unworthy. Oh no, that's the wrong. Thank you, Lord, for telling me that. Oh no, that's it. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. It says, so we look not at the things which are seen. Oh, hold on. For we have this precious treasure, the good news about salvation and unworthy earthen vessels. This is the seventh verse of human frailty so that the grander and surpassing greatness of the power will be shown to us from God, his sufficiency and not from ourselves. It is not shown to you through yourselves. It is shown to you through God. We are pressured in every way. My God, we are pressured in every way, hedged in, but not crushed perplexed, unsure of finding a way out, but not driven to despair, hunted down and persecuted, but not deserted to stand alone, stuck down, but never destroyed, always carrying around in the body, the dying of Jesus. Are y'all listening to this? Do you hear what the word is saying about you? Right? You are not subjected. You are not subjected to any of that. He says, it doesn't matter. He said, we pressured in every way. We're hedged in, but not crushed, perplexed, unsure of finding a way out, but not driven to despair, hunted down and persecuted, but not deserted to stand along, stuck down, but never destroyed always carrying around in the body, the dying of Jesus, so that the resurrection life of Jesus also may be shown in our body. My God, if the resurrection life of Jesus Christ is to be shown in our body, this is for the now. He said, for we who live are constantly experiencing the threat of being handed over to death for Jesus sake, so that the resurrection life of Jesus also may be invinced in our mortal body. So it's going to happen in our mortal body and it's going to happen here. Lord, I thank you for this. So physical death is actively at work in us, but spiritual life, my God is actively at work in you. My God, spiritual life. That's why Listen, that's why I come on now. Y'all got, come on now. I'm in a sweat over here. That's why first Corinthians two and four says the natural man does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God. You come from the spirit of God. God blew breath into your body, into your mother's body. When God blew breath into your mother's body, he was blowing the spirit of God in you. And then when you accepted Jesus Christ, you just affirmed and sealed it till the day of redemption. He said, he said, for we who live are constantly experiencing the threat of being handed over to death for Jesus sake. So the resurrection life of Jesus also may be evidence in our mortal body, which is subjected to death. So physical death is actively at work in us, but spiritual life is actively at work in you. Yet we have the same 
spirit of faith. Somebody say, I have the same spirit of faith. Can you declare that today? I have the same spirit of faith. I have the same spirit of faith as he had who wrote in the scriptures. Oh my God. I have the same spirit of faith as Jesus. I have the same spirit of faith. Well, why would I live in anything less than what God said about me? Why would I live in anything less than healed? Why would I live in anything less than blessed? Why would I live in anything less than rich? Why would I live in anything else than a sober mind? My God, I thank you. Right? He says, he said, I believe, therefore I spoke. We also believe, therefore we also speak, right? We also believe there is life and death in the power of the tongue. We also believe so we speak. That right there ought to have you put a guard over your mouth because whatever I'm speaking is what I'm believing. Whatever I'm speaking is what I'm activating. My God. So if I'm speaking, I'm activating something, right? And if I'm speaking in the name of Jesus, I'm activating something. There's a scripture that says, he said, the only reason that you don't have have when you ask is because you ask in selfish ways. You're asking me for selfish things. You're asking me for the wrong things. That's the re only reason. That's what James said. He said, the only reason you don't have what you want right now, the only reason the stuff ain't manifested is because you're asking for it for selfish reasons. And if you would set your mind on things above and begin to ask me for things above, I will add everything else unto you. My God, thank you for your word this morning. He says, knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us with Jesus and will present us along with you in his presence. You were raised with Jesus. My God. He said, knowing who he raised the Lord will also raise us with Jesus. If you were raised up with Jesus, that means you have an earthly assignment. See, nobody, people taught you it was just church. Nobody told you that there was the active spirit of the Lord living in you, right? That he would comfort you, that he would strengthen you, that he would teach you all things. He said, yet we have the same spirit of faith as he had who wrote in scripture. I believe, therefore I spoke. He said, for all these things are for your sake, so that as God's remarkable, undeserved grace, Grace reaches to more and more people. Grace to reach to more and more people. So God wants his grace to reach to everybody. We got to stop spiritually snobbing people because they don't believe what we believe. We are to love. We are to love. We are to love. He says, so his grace may increase the glory of our great God. You were created by God for the glory of God. Can you say that? I was created by God for the glory of God. He says, therefore, we do not become discouraged. Come on, Holy Spirit. Therefore, we do not become discouraged. When we become discouraged, can I tell you what it means when we become discouraged? When you become discouraged, you become spiritual. We, you become spiritless. You become disappointed and you become afraid. Though our outer self is progressively wasting away, our inner self is being progressively renewed day by day. Romans 12 and 2 says, do not be conformed. Do not be conformed, Lakeisha. Do not co be conformed, Vanessa. Do not be conformed to the ways of this world. So you might need to pause and ask yourself, how have I been conformed to the ways of this world? How have I been living in my less than version self? What am I doing, God, that is not like you? What am I doing that is not like you? Because if I have the same authority Jesus Christ has in me, then there's got to be a way that I live that's like God. He says, therefore, we do not be to come discouraged because when we become discouraged, we are spiritless. 
We are disappointed and we become afraid. Though our outer self is progressively waiting away, yet our inner self is being progressively renewed day by day. For our momentary light, can somebody hear me on this? Can I, can I tell you about your situation? Can I tell you about your circumstance? Can I tell you about the thing that's being presented to you to make you think that this is the end for you? Here's what he says. He says, for our momentary light distress, you thought it was heavy. Can I tell you why you thought it was heavy? Can I tell you why you thought it wasn't going to change? Can I tell you why I thought it was overwhelmed? Because you would not cast your cares. And the Lord has been saying, will you cast your cares on me so I can care for you? Will you take on my yoke because it's easy and light? You wasn't equipped to carry the weight of this. You wasn't equipped to carry the weight of your marriage. You weren't equipped to carry the weight of your finances. You weren't equipped to carry the weight of your purpose. You weren't equipped to carry the weight of your children. The only reason that it's not light to you, the only reason that it's not light to you is because you keep trying to carry it. You keep putting all those people on your back. You keep putting all those people on those sh your shoulder. You keep trying to be everything to everybody else and won't let God be enough to you. You're trying to be the same God that's trying to be God to them. You're running interference. You're a past interference and it's not going to be a touchdown. My God, I thank you for your word today. My God, I thank you word for your word today. So he said, this is really supposed to be a light distress. This is a passing trouble. This is a passing trouble. This is, can somebody say that today? This is the passing trouble. This is a passing trouble. He said for our momentary light distress, this passing trouble is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, a fullness beyond measure. Every time you suffer, every time you go through something, it's producing something in you, right? It's producing, it's going to produce patience. It's going to produce endurance. It's going to develop you. It's going to develop, it's going to develop you. So it's a light distress. It'll be momentary and light. Vanessa, if you go on and cast your cares, if you go ahead and lay aside all the weight, right? But you've been the past interference keeping, I'm just telling you, you've been the past interference. You've been the past, you've been, the past was made and you the interference. <laughs> the past was made and you the interference. My God, let me give you the rest of this so I can go. It says, for our momentary light distress, this passing trouble is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, a fullness beyond all measure, surpassing all comparisons, a trans ascended splendor and an ended blessedness and endless blessedness. This endless blessedness. I'm going to show you something today. I come on now passing trouble. This endless blessedness, this endless blessedness was not just for the heaven. This endless blessedness is also for now. So we look not at the things which are seen. My God, that's been the problem. We've been looking at the things that are seen. It says we, we don't have our eyes on the prize. We haven't had our eyes on Jesus. It says, so we look not at the things which are unseen are seen, but at the things which are unseen for the things which are visible are temporal. The things that are visible are temporal. Anything that I see you, th people thought that scripture was just for heaven. Oh, we going to heaven. No, he says, so we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen for the things which are visible are temporal, just brief and fleeting, just brief and fleeting. The things that you've been seeing are just brief and fleeting, but the things which are invisible are everlasting and imperishable. When God does something for you, it is everlasting and imperishable. When we look at the things that are, which are seen, 
We are setting our affection on the wrong things. We have our, our affection on the wrong mindset. Stop worrying about your money. Stop worrying about your marriage. Stop worrying about your marriage that is to come. Don't put your mind on any of those things. And here is why. Anytime you are focused on those things, you are focused on the things that seem. You are forgetting that Jesus is working behind the scene. You are forgetting that it's brief and fleeting, right? So let me give you the things of the world. The things of the world that we tend to focus ourselves on. Riches, honors, pleasures, profits. When you are focused on anything outside of Jesus, when you are not thinking pure, lovely, and of good report, when you are not thinking on things above, you are thinking on things that you can see. When God already told us that the greatest commandment was to what? To love him and love others. That is our assignment. When we, oh my gosh, I'm looking for my purpose. Love him and love others. How do I love him and love others? My God, can you say it again, Meredith? Can you say, I promise you, I decree and declare supernatural. Come on now. Stop worrying about your credit score. That's a worldly system subjected to change. I've seen it. The woman of God, my pastor shared with us how she came into a house and she didn't have to have her credit score to get the house. You ain't got to have no credit score to get your house. You better stop letting them lie. God can supernaturally do for you wherever by your faith, be it unto you. Where is your faith for this? So he says the things of this world, riches, honors, pleasures, profits, which are visible to and strike the senses of the natural man. My God. If we get this this morning, if we if we get this this morning, guess what it's going to be, baby? It's going to be some freedom and some breakthrough. He said, the things of this world, such as riches, honors, pleasures, profits, which are visible to strike the senses of your natural man. That's your natural man's senses. Matthew 6 tells us, what are you worried about? Why are you worrying about what you eat or you drink? My God, are you not better to me than the birds in the air? And they need the soul, Father God, nor reap, but I make sure they take care of them. Are you not bigger and better than the flowers in the fields? And I make sure they are clothed. So he says, why are you focused on the temporal things? These are for a time. These are for a time. Remember the scripture says you're not going to be able to, why do I store up my treasures here on earth? Because it's going to rot away. None of it can go to heaven with me. He says a natural man and our temporal endure, but a time our trans transitory are fleeting are quickly gone. When we look at these things, we begin to desire them. When we look at these things, we set our affections on them. When we are so interested in the relationship, in the marriage, in the circumstance, in the situation, we set our affection on these things. Whatever you set your affection on is what you're going to chase after. Whatever you set your affection on will have you compromise. Whatever you set your affection on becomes your God. My God, my God, my God. He says to look at these things is to desire them, set affections on them and to make the enjoyment of them your chief scope, chief scope and your aim. When this is the case, afflictions cannot be said to work for such any time we set our affection on these things, when our eyes and hearts are taken off the eternal glory, when our eyes and our, our eyes and hearts are taken off Jesus, when our eyes and heart is not set on things above, right? Colossians 3, 2 and 10, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you died. 
you die. You no longer exist, right? When Christ, who is our life appears, then you will appear with him in glory and you will walk with him in glory, even on this earth. Therefore put to death your members, which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanliness. When people are like, is fornication a sin? Absolutely. Fornication, uncleanliness, passion, evil desire, covetedness, which is idolatry, right? Um, because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, Filthy language, for those of y'all have asked, is cussing wrong? Filthy language out of your mouth. If it's not uplifting, if it's not building, right? It's not supposed to be coming out of your mouth, right? Do not lie to one another. If you've been lying, just go on and say, Lord, forgive me. Do not lie to one another since you put off the old man with his deeds and put on the new man who is renewed in the knowledge in according to the image of him who created him. You been trying to figure out why do I need to study my word? The reason you need to study your word, the reason you need to spend time with God, the reason this devotional is so important is so that you can come into the knowledge of him who created you. Let me give you this last piece and then we're going to get out of here, right? This is what happens. Now, when we do not stand looking, pouring upon our afflictions, when we have our eyes on our situation, right? When we do this, anytime you put your eyes on your situation, here is what's going to come to you. Impatience, murmuring, repentings, unbelief. When you set your eyes on what you lack, when you set your eyes on what you don't have, when you set your eyes on all your mistakes, when you set your eyes on your path, you're going to become impatient. You're going to start murmuring. You're going to start complaining. And then guess what's going to happen to the next? You're going to start walking in unbelief because you're not going to have your eyes on Christ Jesus and what he has done and how he suffered. And to the glory of who God is in your life, you're not setting your mind on the recompense. You're not setting your mind on the reward. So if you concentrate on your current afflictions, if you concentrate on the problems in your marriage, if you concentrate on your finances instead of changing your finances by operating in kingdom, right? Operating in kingdom. If you set your hands on those things, if you set your eyes on those things, then what's going to start happening is you're going to become impatient, which means you're probably going to try to create a situation yourself. Then you're going to start murmuring and complaining, right? And then you're going to step into unbelief. And we know without a doubt, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Father God, forgive us. That's it. That's all I have. That's, that's it. That's, that's it. That's all, all I have. That's all I have. When we are not set it on the things that are not seen, that's where our focus has to be on the eternal life in Jesus Christ. There is no, you should not, no way we accept Jesus Christ and not walk in the power. If we set our eyes on our current afflictions, we're going to go in that direction. My God, give us eyes to see. Give us ears to hear. Father God, forgive us for setting our eyes on the things that were temporary. We are to be meditating on things that are pure of lovely and of good report. Our eyes are supposed to be set on Jesus. That's why when we take communion, ladies, tonight at Bible study, we'll take communion together. That's why when we take communion, right?
When we take communion, he said, do as often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. When you take communion, you're reminding yourself of everything that you do, do, that you have with Jesus. That's why I commune with him daily, because every time I take communion, I'm reminded he was bruised for my iniquities. I'm reminded he was chastised for my peace. I'm reminded that he already took on every stripe of mine. So why am I going to spend any time in negativity? Why, why am I? Can I tell you something? Anytime I spend in negativity, anytime I spend um, on these temporal things, I'm held in captivity. I'm done. I'm he- That's it. I'm out. Anytime I spend time on those things, I'm held in captivity. I'm captive. It becomes a captive audience. And then I'm going to walk in unbelief. I'm going to, every time I set my affection, that's why he said, you got to train yourself. You got to train yourself in this way. You got to start thinking this way. That's why you can't afford to be in some of the relationships that you're in and with some of the people that are not positive, that are not going to build you up in the word. No, you got to set your things, your mind on things above. Everything is subjected to change. And anytime anything else has my thoughts, I'm in captivity. I'm in captivity. I'm being held captive by what I'm focused on and I'm missing the power of God being active in my life. I love y'all. I love y'all. Father God, thank you. Everything is subjected to change because everything is subjected to the name of Jesus. So Father God, we just repent right now in the name of Jesus for keeping our eyes on things that are temporal, things that don't matter, things of this world. My God, when your word called us to be glorious, your word calls us to be glorious. Father, give us eyes to see and ears to hear. Lord God, pour your spirit out. Father, we for, forgive us for living in a less than version of ourselves. Forgive us, Father. We've been living in a less than version of ourselves and we are not going to do it any longer. So Holy Spirit, come. <laughs> Holy Spirit, come. My God, I'm excited by the word of God today. If you've not, if, never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, can I tell you something? Today is your day. Today is your moment. My God, me too. Repent. Lord, forgive me not for operating in a less than version of how you see me. Lord, forgive me. Father, I'm a sinner. My God, and I'm needing us. I'm in need of a savior. And here's what I love. At the moment that you accept Jesus Christ, guess what happens? You are filled with the Holy Spirit. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, guess what happens for you? If you yield to the Holy Spirit, if you resist the devil, right? Submit to God, he's going to flee. If you resist the devil, submit to God, he's going to flee. If you resist the devil, submit to God, right? So then he's going to flee from you. Every time you renew your mind, in the word every time you're encouraged every time you look and choose to see things from the position of above instead of yourself he's gonna do that's all you got to do accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior ask the Holy Spirit to come in and if you've been in a state that was not like God that was not your very best Lord forgive me for living in a less than version of myself and the scripture tells me that he will no way cast you out he will no way cast you out. God is not that kind of God. You don't, you don't have to come, come to God shamed. You don't have to come to God overwhelmed. You don't have to come to God consumed. God will no way cast you out. My God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your word. If anyway, 
Anyway, that the Lord is pricking your heart or dealing with you and you just so see yourself, go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Make a decision to be a partner with this ministry. I promise you, I promise you, if you just set it on your heart, he'll give seed to the sower. My God, you can go find out what all we do on the website, how we serve our community and everything else. If God is calling you to partner with this ministry, you can also cash app us, dollar sign. LMJ ministry. I love you more, more than you know, but more than anything, God loves you. I'm going to be back here in the morning. Ladies, Bible studies tonight, Bible studies tonight. Will you go invite somebody into the group that hasn't been there? Say, you know what? I want you to attend Bible study with me tonight because I'm believing God. This is a move. This is a move. This is kingdom, baby. Now go be loved today. Let someone else experience the love of God through you. Peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.